Hello there folks and welcome to podcast day for May 15, 2016. I nearly said 2015 there. I got the, I got the day right. I got like the May bit and the 15th bit right. But I nearly, very also nearly said 2015. We're only five months into 2016. It's not like I should be used to it or anything. Today we are doing another edition of Why You Should Watch. Because the last one was so successful that uh, the show I recommended was cancelled. So, sorry grandfathered, I tried. Six people listen to that podcast, just about as many people as actually watched Grandfathered. Well, hey, which is why it was cancelled. And you people are dumb. You people who could have watched Grandfathered and didn't, and then Grandfathered got cancelled, and it ended on a cliffhanger, and a cliffhanger I was extraordinarily emotionally invested in. And I, I don't know the conclusion, because of you. You. I'm pointing at you, the person out there in the America with access to Fox, who didn't watch Grandfathered, particularly if you're a Nielsen household. Then I like you even less. Because that means you're you're an opinion you're an influencer of Nielsen ratings. So if you are an American who has Fox, who also is a Nielsen household, I'm watching you. Also, the Grinder got cancelled, so I'm mad about that too. That was the other really good comedy this year, and both of them got cancelled. Though I'm less less mad about the Grinder getting cancelled because that had a really good one season kind of arc, told its story, got in and out. It works probably just as well as Grandfather did as, a, as an individual season, but the Grinder didn't end on a cliffhanger, so. Or I be grandfathered. I'll miss you. Today, I'm going to say why you should watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which is a show that's already been renewed for a fourth season, so I can't get it cancelled. That's 90% of the reason I'm doing it, of course. Most people, if you go back to the lofty days of 2013, when the show launched, most people, you know, they're pretty excited. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's the first television incarnation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We know we've since had Jessica Jones and two seasons of Daredevil, but this was the original, and Agent Carter, which has come and gone since. It's been cancelled already. But we had two seasons of Peggy Carter, that's not bad. People were pretty excited for the Marvel Cinematic Universe to reach the small screen. It was also, the first episode was written by Joss Whedon, who was famous for Firefly, and you can see the kind of DNA of Firefly in this show. Much of the first season was here's a team of people who like each other, some of whom can't entirely trust each other, on a plane solving problems. The plane was the, the Firefly. You know, you know, you know the connection there. And then Clark Gregg is the new Nathan Fillion. And you could see that DNA in the show, what they were trying to do. They were trying to basically do Firefly again, except with Marvel characters. And the first, the first half of the first season, I think most people will say, didn't really work. I've actually went back and rewatched it, and I think it works better on rewatch than it does on the initial watch, because you kind of see the connecting threads a little more. You see how they, they kind of weaved everything together. But it lacked urgency. It lacked a sense that this was a, a Marvel property, even. Because you had Clark Gregg, who played Agent Coulson, who was killed off in The Avengers. If you've never seen The Avengers, that's a slight spoiler, but I suppose... Technically, because he was brought back to life, it's not really a spoiler. But Clark Gregg leads a, a misfit team of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents on a plane going around solving problems. And the first first half of the season kind of didn't work. And there was no real Marvel connections because there was a tie into Thor. Yeah, Thor 2 at the time, where they were cleaning up Thor's messes. And then some Thor stuff caused some problems. But there was no real connection to like the broader Marvel Universe, except a Sam Jackson cameo for about 30 seconds. There was no other real connection until about halfway through the season when they began to tie their own plot into the Captain America Winter Soldier plot, where it is revealed that Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and that S.H.I.E.L.D. is about to crumble. 
then S.H.I.E.L.D. goes dark and it goes underground for the TV show. Whereas in the kind of broader film universe, it kind of disappears for a few films, but then is brought back with a giant helicarrier in Age of Ultron. So the show follows that, that team and <laughs> it's not that it was bad because it really wasn't, but it didn't entirely work. Characters didn't feel fully formed, you know, Ian, the kiss sticker, I, I pronounced it weirdly to try and get around saying it. His, his Fitz and Elizabeth Henstridge's Simmons didn't feel fully formed. They felt like punchlines. They were like, oh, look at us, we're British and we're scientists. Aren't we so twee? Whereas over the course of the first season, and particularly the second season, they became fully formed characters and kind of more rounded. And of course, the, the shipping of them. I, I've ta I talked about shipping in the grandfather episode, so clearly is shipping is a thing I come back to when I talk about TV. That kind of couple is central to the, the romantic arcs of the show, particularly Chloe Johnson's Sky, who is later renamed Daisy, and Brett Dalton's Grant Ward didn't really originally work as characters. Sky was kind of annoying and whingy and and Grant Ward was kind of stoic and bland and I am a boring hero. Whereas then it's just like halfway through the first season, it's, oh wait, he's a Hydra member. And then she gets superpowers and <laughs> they, change, they change the characters pretty dramatically. The only character I think that, was, that has been consistently interesting, well, the characters, uh, is Agent Coulson and Ming-Na Wen's Melinda May. And she is an ageist woman. She is, I think, in her 50s and she does not look it. Fair play to her. And she's 52. And she does not look 52. But those two are the only two of the original characters that I think really clicked. And then as the show goes on, it introduces Lance Hunter and Bobby Morris, who have been taken out of the show, I think, twice, potentially for a spin-off, and both times ABC didn't pick it up for two separate years. And I, I assume they'll be collapsed back into the show because they brought a lot of, like, a, a different romantic element than Fitzsimmons did, and they also kicked a lot of butt. The first half of the, se the, first half of the first series didn't... There wasn't enough ass-kicking. It's a superhero show. You want some ask, especially Melinda, the Melinda May character when she kicks ass. It's awesome. It's like yeah. And there's some particularly great fight scenes in the history of the show where where they shot them in such an interesting and kind of clear way. I don't like the modern trend of just whipping cameras all over the place so you can't see anything that's happening. And this show occasionally does that because I think most major kind of action endeavors do, but it doesn't rely on it. It doesn't it doesn't use it as a crutch because it's obviously easier to uh, shoot, I'd imagine, when you're cutting a lot so that you don't have to choreograph it quite as much. And also uh, Henry Simmons' Mac character and Luke Mitchell's Lincoln is kind of meh, but uh, who cares? Whereas Henry Simmons' Mac is like, yeah, he's a stoic cool guy. And there are other supporting characters that come in and out, but those, they're, those are the core team. I think it why the show works as it goes on is those relationships develop an awful lot and, and characters are actually changing and they're fleshed out to become different people than when you met them and you're taken on a journey which i suppose is what any television show is supposed to do what any piece of writing is supposed to do is to take you on a journey as i said sky goes from being a activist i hate that word <laughs> a, a hacktivist to uh, a an inhuman superhero named daisy you know? And that's a three-season arc. And Coulson, they develop why he comes back to life, and they develop the effects that he kind of brought with him, which is interesting, and obviously Brand Grant Ward has gone through a variety of different things. In the most recent season, he is a ancient inhuman brought back from a different planet. So, you know, can't say these characters don't go different places. So, yeah, watch S.H.I.E.L.D. Good action scenes. The show does a very good job of 
giving you like here's option A that could happen and here's option B that could happen and they tease A and B and A and B and A and B and then suddenly they'll say well actually here's C but then C seems super plausible and that kind of keeps the show from becoming kind of rote or predictable but it's not unpredictable in a way that feels cheap so the show uh, the show consistently does a very good job of that when they like set up whodunits or set up like plot twists that they want you to buy into they kind of set up one option or another option and then they bring in an option C that actually has credibility so yeah that's why you should watch Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. good action they burn through plot they motor through plot but I think that's kind of a good thing it works for the show a lot of very good performances particularly as the show goes on and it's just a fun time of of the like superhero properties with like the flash and arrow and supergirl and daredevil and jessica jones and all of those i think this is the most consistently entertaining and the most kind of consistently fun because it tries to have that kind of marvel film tone where it's a wink and a nod and a kind of let's have a bit of fun and occasionally be serious rather than let's always be serious and occasionally have a bit of fun i prefer the former dynamic to the latter so that's my show that's why you should watch marvel's agents of shield thankfully it's already been renewed so unlike grandfathered i can't get it cancelled uh, you can listen to episodes of the podcast today or the weekend show every single day on soundcloud.com or on YouTube or on iTunes. Thanks for listening and bye-bye. I want to be the best there ever was to beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Radata, Vero, Pidgey, Seeking, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, Ponytop, Vaporeon, Polyarth, Butterfree. Catch him, catch him. Gotta catch him all. Pokemon, I'll search across the land, looking far and wide. Release from my hand the power that's inside. Venomoth, Poliwag, Nido, Reno, Golduck. Ah, no. Ah, I have to check. Divisaur. Well, that wasn't a bad first attempt. Try again tomorrow.